0: The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. As Jesus passed by, he saw a man blind from birth. His disciples asked him, Rabbi, who sinned this man or his parents that he was born blind? Jesus answered, Neither he nor his parents sinned. It is so that the works of God might be visible through him. We have to do the works of the one who sent me while it is day. Night is coming when no one can work. While I am in the world, I am the light of the world. When he had said this, he spat on the ground and made clay with the saliva and smeared the clay on his eyes And said to him, go wash in the pool of Siloam, which means sent." So he went and washed and came back able to see. His neighbors and those who had seen him earlier as a beggar said, isn't this the one who used to sit and beg? Some said it is, but others said, no, he just looks like him. He said, I am. So they said to him, how were your eyes opened? He replied, the man called Jesus made clay and anointed my eyes and told me, go to Salome and wash. So I went there and washed and was able to see. And they said to him, where is he? He said, I don't know. They brought the one who was once blind to the Pharisees. Now, Jesus had made clay and opened his eyes on a Sabbath. So then the Pharisees also asked him how he was able to see. He said to them, He put clay on my eyes, and I washed, and now I can see. So some of the Pharisees said, This man is not from God, because he does not keep the Sabbath. But others said, How can a sinful man do such signs? And there was a division among them. So they said to the blind man again, What do you have to say about him since he opened your eyes? He said, He is a prophet. Now the Jews did not believe that he had been blind and gained his sight until they summoned the parents of the one who had gained his sight. They asked them, Is this your son, who you say was born blind? How does he now see? His parents answered and said, We don't know that this is our son and that he was born blind. Oh, we know that this is our son, sorry, and that he was born blind. We do not know how he sees now, nor do we know who opened his eyes. Ask him, he is of age, he can speak for himself. His parents said this because they were afraid of the Jews, for the Jews had already agreed that if anybody acknowledged him as the Christ, he would be expelled from the synagogue. For this reason, the parents said, he is of age, question him. So a second time they called the man who had been blind and said to him, Give God the praise. We know that this man is a sinner. He replied, If he is a sinner, I do not know. One thing I know is that I was blind, and now I see. So they said to him, What did he do to you? How did he open your eyes? He answered them, I told you already, and you did not listen. Why do you want to hear it again? Do you want to become his disciples too? They ridiculed him and said, You are that man's disciple. We are disciples of Moses. We know that God spoke to Moses, but we do not know where this one is from. The man answered and said to them, This is what is so amazing, that you do not know where he is from, yet he opened my eyes. We know that God does not listen to sinners, but if one is devout and does his will, he listens to him. It is unheard of that anyone ever opened the eyes of a person born blind. If this man were not from God, He would not be able to do anything. They answered and said to him, You were born totally in sin, and are you trying to teach us? And then they threw him out. When Jesus heard that they had thrown him out, he found him and said, Do you believe in the Son of Man? He answered and said, Who is he, sir, that I may believe in him? Jesus said to him, You have seen him, and the one speaking with you is he. He said, I do believe, Lord, and he worshipped him. Then Jesus said, I came into the world for judgment, so that those who do not see might see, and those who do see might be blind. Some of the Pharisees who were there with him heard this and said to him, Surely we are not also blind, are we? And Jesus said to them, If you were blind, you would have no sin. But now you are saying, We see, so your sin remains. The gospel of the Lord. lot going on, just to be able to see. In the first reading, it talks about being anointed, but being anointed by God. Samuel knew he had a mission. He had to go to Bethlehem, and he had to anoint one of Jesse's sons. And every time a son came forward, he looked at him, he said, oh, this is the one. And God would whisper in his ear and say, no, it's not. He was seeing them as human see. We judge by the outside of a person, not the inside of a person. How often have you met someone and go, oh, I, I can't be friends with a person like that. Then you go to some kind of party or get together and you find out they're just completely the opposite. And they're absolutely delightful, and you found yourself judging them by their appearance alone. That's what's happening in the reading. He chooses the last one, the youngest one who still has a lot to learn. He's out shepherding the field uh, so that the boys can go in and be a part of the festivities. And he comes in and is anointed. And the spirit rushed in. The spirit is known in here as ruach. Sounds like you're spitting. I know. But I sat in a class. We had to say it 10 times that way. But it means wind, fire, and breath. And in this reading, it is the wind because it rushed over him. So when you look at the creation story... God spat on the ground and made clay and created man. He breathes in him the breath of life, ruach. He sent, the water, he sent the Holy Spirit, he breathed over the waters, making them a wellspring of holiness. The Spirit rushed over the waters. And he anoints them. Man by creating that clay in which he is formed. You go to the gospel, and what happens to the blind man is about four sentences. And the rest is people debating over who, who made him see, and sorry, but he did it on the Sabbath. That's the rest of it. Jesus, like his father, spits on the ground, makes clay and anoints his eyes. Then he tells him to go to the to the waters of Salom and wash. And he is sent and he is able to see. It's a reminder of baptism. It's all about dark and light. Those people that live in sin live in darkness. Those people that follow Christ live in the light. It is so important for us to go to reconciliation, to come out of the darkness into the light. For those being baptized, they enter into the dark waters, Of baptism, they die with Christ and they come out and rise with Him to new life in the light. So when the blindness was lifted from Him, He came into the light and He could see. But He not only saw physical sight, He saw what spiritual sight. Because He believed in the man who healed Him. Do we believe in the man who gave us life? Do we believe in Jesus, who is both man and God, and gives us life? And are we willing to risk a lot to keep that belief going? When we step into maintenance to mission, what our diocese is calling us to work towards, To go from maintenance, which maintenance ministry is we keep doing the same things over and over and over again. But mission means we go out and we find those in our parish that need to come home and we help them uh, come home to God. There's a risk involved. They may not be happy to see us. They may have a complaint. You may not be able to answer it. That's not your job. Your job is to say, I will find the answer, or I will find someone who can come and talk to you. But you have to take the risk. Like the blind man, you take the risk. He sat there in front of all those Pharisees. I'd have loved to have been a fly on the wall. I already told you what you wanted to hear. Why do you want to hear it again? Were you not listening to me? And they said, well, you believe in him. You're his disciple. Yep, he ended up his disciple. But he wanted to know who the Son of Man was, and Jesus looked at him and said, it is me. When we hear the word proclaimed to us, Do we hear Jesus in those words? Because he shouts on every page. He gives his message on every page. When we come to celebrate in the Eucharist, do we see Jesus in the Eucharist? Statistics, they tell us, is 30% of us do, and quite the rest don't. At one point, it was... Like 70% do and 30% don't. And in my lifetime, it is flipped. Do we really believe that Jesus is there? Because he's there. Body, blood, soul, and divinity, he is truly there. In baptism, we are anointed with two oils. The oil of baptism, which helps Um, with a little exorcism, getting rid of the sinfulness of life before we enter into the waters to wash all of it away. We ask for the strength of Christ to be on us, and we anoint you as a child. (laughs) As adults, we don't anoint you. But as a child, it's right at the base of your throat, where the breastplate is, because that is a shield to protect them from anything that comes to them. has three names. The oil of saints, the oil of baptism, and the oil of catechumens. A catechumen is someone who's never, ever been baptized before. The second time they're anointed is with chrism on the crown of their head. Means they're an heir to the kingdom of heaven. You either are holding a prince or a princess. And if you have twins, you get two of them. But they're an heir to the kingdom of heaven. The only one that can lose that inheritance is the one who received it. So the only way you can lose your inheritance is to turn away from God and walk away. And not be a part of his life. Otherwise, you'll be like the rest of us, working and striving towards heaven and participating in the sacramental life of the church, living in the light. Because things that are in the light come from God, love, kindness, compassion, grace, mercy. Things that are not of God, shame, guilt, all of those things come from Satan. we are reminded that we entered into the waters of baptism and came out of the darkness into the splendor and wonder of God's light. May we see what Jesus sees, and may our eyes be opened not only to the world, but to the spirit as that of the blind man.